are truly blessed. Thank you, thank you. And I'm so blessed to be back here at our wonderful unity of Jacksonville. And I want to just send love to each and every one of you. You know, I've chosen a topic today that's truly from my heart, filled with love. And for some of you that I haven't spoken to, I've spent the last month out at Albuquerque, New Mexico. My uh, fourth child, my son Rob, has had a new baby boy, Ashby Saltmarsh. And I am just so filled with love. I've always heard, let the little children come. And there's one thing about it, as we saw today with our little Unity Sunday School children, they bring such great energy. With that said, I want to tell you just a little bit about the filled with love and what it did for me. You know, I used to think I was a very lucky person, and now I realize there's no luck. We all have that ability to raise our energy within ourselves. And you know when that energy is high, when we have the faith, which I call that quiet knowing that all will turn out just like it's supposed to, I can sit back in my own life and just watch how the little, I call them my God winks, but I also call them miracles, and I know we're all capable of it. But I watch how they unfold. And you know, it started with this precious baby being born. Rob met his wife in Hong Kong. He's an environmentalist and travels throughout the world. But he hadn't been to Hong Kong much, and I've told this story before, but I kept thinking, well, he loves to climb so much, and he's always checking the environment. I didn't know the environment was that good in Hong Kong that he needed to keep going back. Well, sure enough, while he was on the hiking trail, he met his now wife. And it's so cute because my Rob loves animals. That's one of, he's a biologist as well. And that was one of his criteria. He said, Mom, if I ever settle down, I've got to make sure I've got somebody that likes to cook because he enjoys cooking. And he says, I want to make sure that they love animals. And so I look back at that, and he met Monica, my daughter-in-law, on the trail in Hong Kong. She was from a small village in Sumba, which is in Indonesia, not too far from Australia. You fly into Bali and then take a boat for two days to get to Sumba. But she was working in Bali and had answered an ad. She was a nurse and had answered an ad in the paper and gone to Hong Kong. And who would think Rob was in Hong Kong for the first time in a year and he was on the trail when he met her? Well, as I uh, started the story, originally it was so interesting because he kept going back for his environmental work to Hong Kong. So what I realize is how the law of attraction works. He found somebody that loved to walk six miles. As she said, in Sumba, we didn't have cars. We walked everywhere. So she was on the trail with her little dog, Bob, every morning. And Rob was on that trail either ahead of her or behind her. And it was so interesting because she said to me while, she was, while I was there in New Mexico, you know, Mom, she calls me Mom, 
If I hadn't had Bob, our little Pomeranian, I don't think Rob would have spoken to me. He seems to love people that have animals. Well, of course, that's his work. But to make a long story short, they ended up marrying in Hong Kong three years ago. It took her about a year and a half to get her visa to be approved to come over, but they're now living in Albuquerque. And the thing that was such a blessing is they were expecting a baby. The baby was due the end of August, the first part of September. I got up a, a month ago. It was on the 12th of August that the baby was born. Got up in the middle of the night to get a drink of water and I saw a sign or a text message that said, Mom, I'm on the way to the hospital. The baby's coming. And so one more time, thank you, God. I was worried about what it was going to take, not knowing the weather. When you get a call like that, and I had promised her I'd be there when the baby was born, I just threw what was clean in the suitcase, not taking too much, because I know of a washing machine. This is too much information, but that's what I was thinking. And I just was determined to get that 6 o'clock plane out of Jacksonville Airport. So at 4.30, I was driving to the airport, and I made the plane. I was so grateful. I got into Albuquerque at, um, oh, the other thing that I have to tell you, I've been very prideful about having to ask for a wheelchair. I have about a little knee issue that I'm claiming is gonna be healed, but I'm still not quite able to run through Dallas Airport. So I even, a lady asked me at the Jacksonville Airport, you look like you might need help. Well, I started to take offense, and then I thought, don't waste your energy. You might need it. So I went on and went through that airport in a wheelchair to make that second plane, got there, took an Uber, which I had never done before. The children had to tell me about the Ubers. But I took the Uber and was at the hospital before she delivered. She didn't deliver till 8.30 that night. Now, why am I telling you all this? Because for me, we're all connected. We're all part of the whole. And that filled with love is in each and every one of us. You know, I cho chose to act on it. They thought I couldn't get there. And I thought, by golly, I'm getting there. And that's sometimes what we need to do. But when I say filled with love, what I really want to talk about today is seeing the birth of that beautiful baby. And you know, seeing the fact that Monica was 19 hours by plane away from Sumba and in Hong Kong, and yet she and Rob met each other. You know, seeing the fact that that baby was born so perfectly and so beautiful. And it was so cute. His name is um, Ashby Umbu Saltmarsh. Rob said, I wanted to honor her nationality, her family as well. When we take him to Sumba, we want to make sure he has a name that they'll know. And she's already started speaking to him, both in, her, in English and in her language. So again, what I came away with was how we are all one, how we are all connected, and how we all are filled with love. We choose, no matter what, to raise our energy here at Unity, to look at the gratitudes. You know, as I watched that beautiful baby be born, 
I just thought to myself, God is so good. And I have to tell you, it was a good-sized baby boy. I called it a bubba, and that insulted my son. He said, Mother, he's too good-looking to call him bubba. So I had to change that very quickly. But he is beautiful, and of course, as a grandmother, I can't help but tell you that. And yet I felt so very blessed that all went well. And I saw the miracle of the birth, just like we talk about here at our church at Christmas. You see the innocence and the unconditional love that comes forth with a baby. And you know some of the other beautiful things that I found with love. While I was at Rob's, I had seen something that my minister, my unity minister, maybe 30 years ago, had given me, and Rob had it on a bulletin board. It was called 10 Ways to Love. And I thought to myself, as I looked at that, you know, sometimes you wonder, particularly when we have young people coming along, they hit that stage around 13 where they have to gain their independence. And a minister told me one time, if children stayed as precious as they did when they were tiny, we couldn't stand for them to leave our homes to go start their own. So we go through those teenage years so they can choose to be a little bit independent. Well, it was in those years that I handed my children something that Jack Boland had, had mentioned at his Unity Church. And I'd like to share it with you today because, as I said, I am so filled with the energy and with the unconditional love that each and every one of you have within you. And that is the gift that Unity gives us. We look at the attributes we do have. We don't need anything in our lives but faith, hope, and most importantly, love. And you know, before I read this, that Rob said, I had one of the most interesting, uh, and I'm trying to see where I put it. Here it is. Oh, uh, I had an interesting note card put on my desk by someone that was very new to Unity. She hadn't joined our church yet, and she was just becoming familiar with it. This was written by Charles Fillmore, who was one of our co-founders. When we think about the love of God drawing to us the substance necessary for support, for supply, that substance begins to accumulate all around us. We abide in the consciousness of it. It begins to manifest itself in all our affairs. And you know, again, this was written by somebody in our church, very new to unity. I happened to have this in my purse when I flew out to Albuquerque, and I kept reading it when I was waiting for the baby to be born. But the other thing that happened with this one little card by Charles Fillmore, I was visiting the Unity Church out there every chance I got, and I saw to myself the tiny God winks, as I like to call them, because it was no coincidence on the first Sunday that I visited Unity of Albuquerque, guess what was read? This very note card. It, I hadn't said a word, but she happened to use this same quote from Charles Fillmore. And so as I continue this talk, I'm going to circle back to what I saw on my son's bulletin board that was a part of unity. 
And, and I got, when I first got into unity and needed that special hope that we all get in order to raise our consciousness. These are 10 ways to love. Listen without interrupting. And you know, I've thought to myself, this comes from Proverbs 18. But when I think how many times I've wanted to tell my children things and yet I needed to sit back to move forward. I needed to listen to them without thinking in my head how I wanted to reply. So how important it is that we listen to what the other person has to say without interrupting. The second way, be quick to hear and slow to speak. Isn't that true? I don't know about you all, but somebody said to me one time, Marsha, do you realize how impulsive you can be? And I honestly didn't. I did not know. But once I knew, I was quick to listen and I was slower to come to conclusions. In other words, to shorten that farm, let's be open-minded. Let's realize that we are all bound by love, that we are all part of the whole. And each and every one has so many gifts to share with us as we do with other people. The third way is give without counting the cost. I can't say much about that, but I do know when we think about what other people need, so many times it's not about the material things. It's maybe that special hug, maybe it's the time to just sit back and listen to someone, or maybe it's the time that you may need to be heard. So again, the gifts that we want to use without counting the costs are often so much more than the material gifts. The fourth situation and the fourth way to love, pray good for others without ceasing. You know, years ago, I had someone that I had a hard time being around, and my minister said to me, pray for that person for at least two weeks. I'm not sure what will turn out, but the important thing is you will feel a sense of love and forgiveness within your own self. Pray and notice people's strengths. Don't be critical and notice what's wrong. And I've never forgotten that. The fifth one, answer without arguing or being defensive. Don't answer right away, but wait until you're sure from your inside out what you want to say. Because we want to always know that as we say our truth, we're saying it for us and not to hurt others. Speak the truth always in love. And again, that ties in with the fifth fifth one, answer without arguing. Do all things without complaining. Now that for me at times is a stickler. As I was up on my roof yesterday trying to get some of the leaves out of the gutters, I thought to myself, Dad, gummit, that fellow was supposed to do it and didn't show up and somebody told me it was supposed to be storm today and the drains were backed up. Now, I was complaining, I'll tell you the truth. I didn't particularly like doing that. But boy, did I feel good when I got it done and there was a bit of rain and it went right down the drain pipe. So, you know, sometimes the things that we don't want to do help strengthen us in a bigger picture. 
overcome all things by pure love. I also, in this instance, like to use the word faith. As I said, our definition of faith is that quiet knowing that all will be well. And I think it's so important when we deal with adversity to realize that no matter what's going on in our lives, we can overcome it by praying and claiming our highest good. Sometimes it's not like we expect while we're in our humanness, but it's always an opportunity for growth. And finally, forgiveness. Forgive each other. It is so important that we realize we are going to make mistakes, but we are not mistakes. We make them. We do the best that we do. So let's forgive one another. And remember, as we do that, we're also forgiving ourselves. We're not being so hard on ourselves. And finally, let's be sincere in following our truth teachings. You know, we use Jesus as our way shower. And many, many times, just as um, Myrtle and Charles, our founders, did, by going to the Bible and interpreting the Bible. When we're sincere in living the truth that we know, which is boiled down very simply, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The 10 ways to love make such good sense. And not only does it make good sense, but most importantly, just as I found out in my month in Albuquerque with that precious baby, we have a choice every single moment how we're going to react. And when we react and we show love, I promise you it comes back tenfold how important it is that we're all connected. And so with that said, I want to thank you very, very much for just being here for me today. I couldn't wait to get home. Couldn't wait to see you all. It's so interesting. I live up in Fernandina, and Eddie's up there giving the talk. Their minister is no longer with them. And I so, he said, do you want to switch? You wouldn't have to drive as far. And I said, no, I need to come and see my people. It's been too long. And you know, that's the gift that we give each other with the unconditional love. We may not know each other as well as we want to, but I'll guarantee you, when we give our smiles, when we give our hugs, when we give our very special God energy that's within each of us, it comes without a shadow of doubt that we are all spiritually connected. Thank you. Okay, so now is the time for our meditation. So if y'all could put your feet flat on the floor and clear your laps, close your eyes, and let's go to that quiet, harmonious, peaceful place in our minds and our hearts, a place where you're filled with so much love and happiness and joy, a place where everything is calm and serene where you can just be. A place where you can share your love, and share your joy, 
and share your peace. Can you feel it from the tips of your toes to the top of your head? Just that calm, that sweet love when your heart is so open. And it washes over you. And now come back, come back to our sanctuary, but with love and open hearts. <laughs> 